0: Hi, I'm BJ Council, founder of UN50. As a retired police officer and executive, this job led me to my life's purpose. I served humans experiencing varying levels of crisis, trying to get jobs, housing, educational needs. Healthcare, care, but due to personal barriers or overworked systems, these humans aren't able to obtain life's simple goal of just being stable. I believe if basic human needs are met, the need for law enforcement interactions are lessened. All right, folks, uh, welcome back to un os podcast. I'm glad you, you're you joining us. For those of you that are always joining us, thank you very much for the support. And for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. My name is BJ Council, and we are recording out of Durham, North Carolina, the Bull City. And I think most of you know, if you've been listening for a while, know that UN50 talks about how to safely interact with law enforcement. But we also talk about things that are larger than that, you know, substance abuse, Uh, community policing, uh, how to make uh, the interactions and and working with the community in different roles and issues, because it's not just about law enforcement. Uh, This picture, these issues go further and deeper than that. And tonight what we're trying, or hopefully this is going to be a regular segment uh, that we do here, I've met these two women that you're going to be hearing from. I first met Alicia Johnson, who she just made sure I pronounced her name right. Uh, here here in Durham and then she introduced me to Ms. Crystal Graves and I want to have them talk to you in a few minutes but kind of what I want you to understand what we're hoping this segment is going to do and why I wanted to do it as a police uh, officer or ex-police officer is the communities that I go in and, and the stigma sometimes people have about marginalized communities or housing communities and they have this perspective of individuals who live there or that they don't have the same issues that we all have and just to put give a voice and we're all human beings and uh we want to talk to i i can talk and and, and talk about particular communities but these are individuals who are involved uh, with their communities they're passionate about what they're doing and this first night we're just going to get to know them a little bit and then as we progress hopefully we'll have more we'll be talking about things that are of interest to them and their community and the community at large. But um, tonight is just introducing them to you, their story. And uh, hopefully we'll go from there. This will be a regular segment. And tonight's show, we're just calling it uh, Speaking Out Truth. We may stick with that. We may not. Uh, But I'm excited that they were willing to say yes. And the other thing that's really cool is I met Alicia. We were sitting and at a table together of a meeting in her community, and we sat on a table, and she just kept on talking. I mean, she's just talking a lot. And so, <laughs> the thing happened. Was like, and she said it. She said, "You know what? I talk a lot." And then I had to agree with that later on after I talked. Like, yeah, you do. And then when I wanted to talk to her, she introduced me to Miss Crystal Graves. And I also, Crystal, when you talk, I also want to start. I want you to talk about this journey that you're doing with your education. Uh, I want you to bring that in into the discussion. And when I met Crystal Graves, who is extremely younger than I am, Uh, but her energy and passion about what she's doing made me feel really connected to her. So these individuals are passionate about our community, the communities living in our Black community, and as Black women, we're gonna be here talking about our truth. So since Alicia kind of started this conversation when she was sitting across from me from the table, I'm gonna let her start out. Alicia Johnson, go ahead.
1: Uh, well, my name is Alicia Johnson. I was born in the Midwest, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, and then we moved here to Durham, North Carolina, for a few years, and then uh, ended up in Ch- uh, in Illinois, right outside of Chicago, in a town uh, called Maywood, Illinois. And um, eventually, I... Uh, came back after everyone else came back um uh I was considered the mama's a mama's child, mm. so they didn't think that I was gonna be the one to to stay away as as long as I did but um to say that say this I say that say this is that um when I moved here, it took me a while to get a get a little used to the weather, I must say that. <laughs> I've been what, southernized now, y'all. Cause, cause that's like, is it too hot for a sister? Or what
0: it was it too hot for
1: you? It was way too hot for me. I was like, what is wrong with these people down here with blue jeans on in 90 degree weather? <laughs> <laughs> But um, I understand it now. You know, right, right, uh, right. sometimes ninety degrees can be uh just right. You know, with a nice breeze going on, but it we'll be a little chill in the air. But it's you know, um, I've gotten used to it. I like I said, I've been southernized. The only thing <laughs> that I refuse to to uh give away in my lingo is the word pop. I'm not gonna say soda. <laughs> I did just now, but that's just so that you know. Okay but um I am I have I'm, I am a resident here in Durham have been here since 2006 since October 31st of 2006 I've been a resident with the Durham Housing Authority um I come from um People that are educated, educated individuals, okay, with uh, degrees and things like that. And it's not to say they're better than anybody else. It's just that I, that's what I'm used to. Um, my dad, like I said, when I moved down here, my dad was the department of uh, the the uh, director of the housing authority for Durham. So um, to become a resident of the housing authority um it was almost like you know well what did you do wrong mm, you know right um I was mm-hmm. I was almost like the black sheep of the family because I was the one with the 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 um uh, the openness the 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 verbal you know and I'm not going to hold my tongue you give it to me I'm going to give it back to you but respectful you know to my adult uh, to my elders right um but uh I've moved I've lived here I have become passionate in uh this is my first year being with the resident council committee um before I was not active with them because mm-hmm. Uh, like I told the um, the director and everybody else who holds these titles, you sound like a broken record. You know, I don't. You talk about change, but I don't hear, I don't see change. And then you want me to participate, right? Uh, but uh this year, well, last year, I became the president of my community. Uh, Laurel Oaks and um I see um I understand on both sides now uh where where there is hope lost because uh-huh. they feel as though we're not being heard um where people look at you because you might get a nice job and then you have to tell these people where you live and they have to verify where you live. And once they find out where you live, they feel as though you are, uh, you need to be there so they can treat you any kind of way. You know, Um, and I just want to, I've always been an encourager. I, I hope that I have to encourage my people. And and when I say my people, I mean anyone that is of the human race. Okay. Um, I I want to encourage my people to to educate them that, hey, we all make mistakes, you know, Um, but just because my sin is my sin don't make your sin no better than my sin. You're not better than me because you don't sin like me. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I want I want I want our people to know who they are and what type of power we have as individuals. Individuals in your own right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once your mind is I used to tell people all the time when I used to teach, um, I ended up living here. I got my cosmetology license, my barber license, and my instructor license in cosmetology. Hey, hold, so on, I hold, I hold, on. hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold, hold, hold Am uh, I jumping, jumping everywhere? No, 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 no. I'm no. I'm getting ready to ask a question. So does that
0: mean I, I can come get my hair did at your house?
1: <laughs> yeah, you got a low fade. That's good. <laughs> He <laughs> I mean, seriously? Because you said hair like, like crystals. No, I ain't. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing Same that. <laughs> you said it ain't yours. <laughs> we gonna keep it real simple, okay? She brought that in the house
0: in a bag.
1: Keep it simple <laughs> and moving on. No, but I been- would tell my stu- I would tell my students. You know, um, that's funny. Change is not always easy, but it's necessary sometimes. And as long as we encamp ourselves around people of the same mind, because I've fallen victim of my own, uh, my own, uh, you know, insecurities, my own um, putting myself down and telling myself I'm not worthy. And, you know, and uh, I can't do it and things like that. We all have had those thoughts, but. Uh, when you encamp yourself around that and then you you look forward instead of looking back, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage my people. That's what I'm here for, is to encourage my people to do better about them for themselves first. You know, uh, once, once you feel that that you're the boss and you know you boss, can't nobody take that away from you. Mm-hmm. But it comes with you know humility as well. You just can't go around just killing folks just because you know you who you are. You know, so I that's that's my my thing. I, I I tell my I tell everybody, you know, change is not always easy. I even have to tell myself, Rochelle, that's my middle name. And y'all can call me Rochelle too. <laughs> but Rochelle, it's not always easy. Get up. Get up, fight, you know. Even through my pains now that I'm going through with my disabilities, you know, I have to, I have to fight yeah. even today, 52 mm-hmm. years old, you know, some things, it took me a while to get some things, but uh, you know, I got it now. And, um, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to get information from you all and spread the word. Okay.
0: And I want to stick with that for just a second because I, I, I um I want to make sure people understand that when you said my people, you were talking about human beings. Yes. And and so I don't want anybody to think that, you know, while while the assumption sometimes is that you're just primarily talking about an African-American community and the work that I do, that's the climate that we're in with law enforcement. It's actually about everybody. It's just treating individuals like human beings. That's what we are. I mean. And, that's right. You know, just a group of us were a little little closer to the equator and then the rest of us is <laughs> a little further from the equator. I mean, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's that's the only difference. We're all human beings and we all have our stuff. We bring different things to the table.
1: And that's right.
0: So we just need to recognize that. And what we hope we can do with this is, you know, give voice to those concerns, the be inspiration, because uh, I really like what you just said, because it's difficult to get up, it, you know, and see. I also like what you just said about. Because I don't think about that. you you saying someone living in a housing community goes to get a job and they put down their address. Yeah. You know, it's like, really? And so yeah. those people don't think about that. That's something that you you guys will be bringing to this table. It, it's those little things that hinder a person who's like, I'm here to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to work. And so you gonna you gonna like push my stuff over to the side because of where I live
1: treat you dark, treat you wrong because yeah. they feel like you are less than they yeah. are. Yeah. You know, won't give you the chance to yeah. become a supervisor or yeah. a manager because of where you live. Yeah. You know, so yeah. It's, yeah. You gotta, you gotta fight a lot of a lot of discrimination. Yeah. Yeah. Like that.
0: Yeah, and people don't know that. So that, that's, again, because I'm to probably be saying this to this whole time we talk about it, because that, that's kind of what we're trying to figure out how to build this segment on, is just giving voice to the, because mm-hmm. I'm sure I probably would have thought about that on some level, but, you know, it's, it's not anything in the form of my brain. I don't, I don't even know if I would have thought about that, right? Because I'm yeah. thinking, because what I say is a bougie Black person, you know, and even though I'm bougie human, you know, what I'm saying is, go get a job, right? And you're like, I did, and yeah. it's, like, it's on my address. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know.
2: I know. Crystal. Hello. 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 (laughs) Hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Crystal Graves. I am a resident here in our Cornwallis community. I am the vice president here. Um, I've been the vice president since last year. Uh, I came to. So bear with me. So I came in 2012 to visit, right? Because I I had family members I never met and I thought it was very cool. And I was going through this phase in my life where I knew I needed a change, but I didn't know how, I didn't know what to do. I just knew that I needed to get away from the environment that I was in because I was entirely too comfortable with failure. I was entirely Um, comfortable with, um, you know, things just being okay because that's how it is, right? Because mm -hmm. when you're surrounded by things like that, that's just what it is. That's normal. Right. Yeah. So,
0: um,
2: yeah. I came in 2012. Um, I left in August. Actually, I left in August. I When I went back home, I stayed home until 2014. I couldn't stay anymore. I was just like, something's calling me back to North Carolina, right? <laughs> so in 2014, I did come back to North Carolina. Um, and it was just me and my daughter at the time, my oldest daughter, who was now 17. Um, just a little background, I am a teen parent. Um, I did get pregnant at the age of 13. Um, I love my mother, uh, me and my mother, uh, she had her, um, she had her worries and her concerns and her generational curses that she was trying to break at the time. So um, uh, I was pretty much on in the streets since the age of 10. Um, I ended up getting pregnant when I was 13. I did have my daughter, um, Kayana Graves. She is 17 now. This is her senior year. I'm so proud of her. And um pretty much just tried my best to raise her um from there. Um, made sure she had everything she needed. Our, her dad was incarcerated a lot. So he was in and out. We were not together. Um, and there was a little of a lot going on because in Florida uh, they charge you with little new lascivious is getting a minor pregnant versus the statutory rate. So uh, he did serve a little prison time and he holds that against me still to this day. Um, So our co-parenting is not where it should be simply because um of that reason there. Cause he had to serve prison time. But um, I, love his relationship with my daughter when he is out of jail. Um because it's a lot when you're a single parent and the other parent is consistently um incarcerated and especially with a daughter because they say that um they say that young men need their fathers but their the daughters need their fathers yeah. too yeah. um just as much. So well, let me um,
0: let me let me push pause on that. So is he still in Florida or is he here now? Florida. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah.
2: All my family is basically in Florida, except for a few family members here on my daddy's side.
0: Okay. But yes,
2: we were born and raised in Florida. Our first time leaving Florida was coming here. Yep. Okay. So um, I came back in 2014 uh, back to my uh, the church that I also attended in um, 2012 Faith Assembly um, Christian Center. Uh, So that's where I reside spiritually. And that's kind of all I knew was like my church family, unless I worked with you before. Uh I had a situation um, where I wanted to be closer because I needed help with my daughter. I was living in Henderson. So I don't even remember applying for Cornwallis. I'm going to be honest with you. I do not remember applying for Cornwallis. And they could never show me my original application. But neither here nor there. I got to check my mailbox one day because I was working at Duke at the time and I checked my mailbox and I was like, oh, because I was trying to figure out how can I get back to Durham? And there was a letter in there from Cornwallis. So I ended up, of course, I'm not from here. So I'm thinking Cornwallis is like, you know, just a regular side of town, just a little, you know, I, I didn't know the history of Cornwallis. Gotcha. I just knew I needed to get closer to Durham and right. they were trying to give me an apartment. So mm-hmm. I moved in in the middle of August. I moved in and I was like, okay, I'm going to stay here for a couple months because it's all these bricks over here. And it was it kind of scary because I ain't ever seen place so many bricks like that, you
0: know. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. wait. What do you mean brick what that mean? because remember now i'm the oldest one in the room so right
2: so in florida like a lot of our housing developments are like little houses okay with brick but this is like this is like brick and it's so big and it's like so many of them and i've never seen such a large complex of Okay. Of, um, subsidized housing because you know well where I'm from Brevard County Florida I'm from a little town called Mills we don't see it like that they look like little houses but okay. brick, brick houses basically
0: yeah what, so, that's, yeah. A, what that, that's over there off of uh that's Lynn Road that that community over there has little small brick homes over there that's a housing community yep you yep. are
2: correct yep. yes okay, similar to that yeah uh-huh. so I signed my lease in in August And then in December, I um, was in a bad accident. Me and my younger daughter, who I had in 2016, Alicia Gray's. So, um, yeah, we broke some things. I Uh definitely broke my hip. She was in a body cast. Uh, It took us a long time to recover. Um, During that recovery, I was not aware of my lease. Um, that's something that I'm working on within the Cornwallis community. Now, a lot of times we're just excited that we're doing something. We're just, you're either excited that you just got a job. You're excited that you're moving in somewhere. You're excited that you're signing a contract. You're just excited. And we fail to read. Right. We fail to read things. Um, and I did not read my lease. I did not know that I was supposed to fill out an interim form if my income changed at the time. Oh, wow. So, I ended up owing DHA over $3,000 that I had to pay back. So, within my recovery, which it took me a year and a half, technically speaking, it took a full year for me to, like, walk regular, but a year and a half to get used to, like, labor and working and uh, being a mom and just doing all the things that you do as a as a single mother. So, um, yeah. with that being said, I... When I when I was ready to move and was trying to move, it uh uh because they took me to court and I, I paid the money, but I still was taken to court, it's labeled on my rental history that I was um evicted and taken to court for payment. It doesn't say that, oh by the way, she still lives here. It just says oh. that I was evicted, taken to court for payment. That's all it says. So every time I tried to move out of Cornwallis, I literally got denied every time after that. Oh. And then um, employment did get difficult. I uh, love to be transparent and honest. Um, employment got difficult because when you lose good jobs because of your attitude when you lose good jobs because you don't know how to work with people but you're a good worker right Right. so a lot of times even um here in cornwallis i i listen i listen to the community and a lot of times it's like it's like I, i work i work hard but it's our attitude it's um It's the way we appear when we're at work. It's our response to our coworkers, mainly. A lot of times it's not even the people who you, the customers, it's really your coworkers. So I've lost good jobs, which um, over time decreased my amount of income that I could make to move into our house or that I could make to fix my credit or that I could make um, to, to get better transportation. So it was so many things that I was trying to work on at one time that you can't work on everything at one time. You have to at least find something that you're dedicated to and something to work hard on. So um, I still currently reside in Cornwallis community. And I just try to bring resources to the community of things that I know that we all need help with. I never exclude myself. Um, I love my people. And when I say my people, um, a lot of times people do think black people because i um, I think it's unfortunate. I, I wouldn't say unfortunate, but I think it is unfortunate that DHA is dominantly um, black females, to be exact. Um, mm-hmm. We do have um, yep. people from different race here in Cornwallis and throughout uh, the 16 properties that DHA do have. But dominantly, it is um, black and it is black females. So I do take it dear to my heart um to try to bring resources such as budgeting such as credit um hopefully soon we'll have the diaper drive coming which is why i called you today miss alicia because i want to combine um laurel oaks Mm. laurel oaks is a facility uh community with only 30 doors. So when I do try to do things here, I want to, um, of course, combine and help my um, my sister community. So uh, just just bringing in things that will help us all be able to transition because, again, uh, we're not a poverty community. We're just a transitioning community that needs a little bit more help probably than another community. But I am a firm believer that we will we will transition and I wish that for us all, um, including our Mm -hmm. senior citizens, they're on a fixed income. It's not a lot of places for them to go, but then again, um, we range from infant all the way to in their nineties here. So Mm -hmm. um, all the resources that could come is welcome. Um, I I will be starting school in January. So I am excited. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to be a social worker. I love working with people. I love helping people. Um, I love being there for people and I love being transparent and hearing stories. Um, listening to people train a thought on things is um, in their behaviors. I just love it. It's just I don't know. I find it intriguing because a lot of times we judge each other so much. Yeah. You judge each other yep. so much and we don't listen to the story and you yes. never figure out how those things actually make sense to, sense yes. to them, yes. you know, and yes. to be honest, God will reveal yourself through other people. Because yeah. a lot of times we don't look at ourselves and realize that we're going through the same thing. It's the same spirit. It's just a different person in a different situation. But we're going through the same stuff. It's just that you're at a you're probably on a different level than me or you're probably in a different community than me. Or you probably make more money than me. But you're going through the same stuff and we can all lose everything in one day, you know, in a second. So mm-hmm. I I I desire to be a social worker. Um, I I am nervous. I am scared. It it scared me going. Just thinking about going back to school. It scared me when I went to go get registered last mm-hmm. week. Like yeah. it literally scared me. And then she was like, "Oh, Monday, you just hit that registration button." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and she's like, "And she's like, what's wrong?" I was like, "Nothing." But yeah. um, I'm just it. It's you have to get used to being proud of yourself. You have to um, give yourself grace Yes. and you have to humble yourself um, so that you can see mm-hmm. the bigger picture. Because a lot of times you will, you will confuse your new you with your old you and you mm-hmm. don't want to confuse them too. They're two totally different people. You know, they both mean something and you need to learn from the both of them because one may come in handy one day, but <laughs> overall don't get them confused. Uh, move into your new you, and that's what I keep reminding myself, and just telling myself every day, and reminding my community every day. Just go into the new you. Don't worry about yesterday. Just go into today and move <laughs> forward.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. y'all, are, y'all are always singing this, singing this great song about basically picking yourself up and keeping it moving. It's gonna be
1: hard, right? Yes, yeah, you have to, you have to, because. Um, to stay stuck will drive you crazy, you know, and we are a people of resilience. You know what I'm saying? It's automatic. If, uh, if you don't know how to swim and I throw you out into the deep, you automatically going to fight for your life. Mm You're going to kick your arms. You're going to kick your feet. You're going to do something to try to swim to try to do something. And that's just how people are made and designed. You know, and um you have uh, you know, I I I when I when I moved down here to North Carolina, they moved me into Cornwallis. So when you say about the bricks, I understand because in Maywood, there was nothing but homes and apartment buildings. Mm-hmm but nothing like that it was a community you know it was a town and we didn't have projects in 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 maywood illinois because it was the suburbs of chicago now chicago those projects were totally different than the ones that are down here Mm -hmm. you know they had the high rises you know and then and things like that so when i first moved to cornwallis uh I looked at the lady and and I told her, I said, ma'am, I said, first of all, <laughs> don't pay attention to my face because I need housing, okay? <laughs> I said, I've never lived in the projects before. None of my people have. I said, so I'm the first generation to move into the projects. I said, so do not look at my face and say, oh, she must be uppity, I said. I said because I need housing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And when she was showing me those apartments, and I was like, I felt like old girl from uh New Jack City, Keisha. <laughs> no, 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 old girl. She was like, I was prime queen of King High School. This is beneath me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that I needed housing. Right. And right. um right. they provided me housing. And my thing about living in the projects um, or public assistance, because over here, even though we only have 30 units over here, you know, and it's a nicer area, um, it's still filled with people from the projects. So you still feel like you're in project, even though you're not. You understand what I'm saying? But, um, when when you live there you know it, it's um it's a whole different type of vibe you know I I I I met some of the coolest people there some of the uh some people that I didn't like but that's going to be anywhere right so um you know it's just it's, um so a, a, a whole little different little- type of thing I just no, she, let just, me ask
0: you, let me ask you this because you just said you know you're living in that community and you live said some people here are from the project and it just feels. Like, so what does that mean because you know now it sounds like that that's a stigma so you know well, you,
1: let so, me explain that yeah, yeah
0: I, I need yeah I need you to explain that okay so yeah. you
1: know how you know how and, and we're going to keep it real right okay yeah, so you know now yeah. they say you can take the project you can take the person out the project but not the project out the person Mm-hmm. You ever heard that yes. before?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so this is a nice community. It's not like Cornwallis. We don't have Cornwallis over here. We don't have uh uh, uh bricks in our homes. You know cedar bricks or you know painted you know uh-huh. bricks in our homes. Mm-hmm. We don't have the uh you know the we have. It's like a row house. It is a row house, uh, you know, of of townhomes. It looks what? like a town home. Mm-hmm. Even the the ones, like I said, when I moved down here, they didn't look like the projects to me because of what I was used to seeing projects in Chicago look like. Right. You know, these down here look like townhomes mm-hmm. until I lived in 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 them. Right. You know, um, over here is more spacious. Mm -hmm. You know, the rooms are bigger. You have more bathroom spaces, more closet spaces and things like that. So it's a nice community. However, the people that live over here in order to live over here, you have got to come from one of the the uh, DHA uh, sites which is one of the projects. And before they, um, this area that I live in now, it is a section eight based, okay? Uh, Before to live, before that became, uh, before it became a section eight base, you had, uh, it was, you had, in order to live over here, you had to either uh, have a job, be in school, doing something, one of the two. You had to do something because it was for the family self-sufficient program. And that program was designed to, uh, when you pay your rent, you you pay a certain amount towards your rent. The rest of the amount of that goes into an escrow account for you. Mm -hmm. And then that escrow builds over at least five years and then at five years time they cut you that check and then you move out right okay um and so um a lot of people who were over here uh the credentials were a little different because we had, we were working towards something. You see what I'm saying? We no, wait, weren't. Wait, wait, wait. Just,
0: okay. Because I, I, but you're saying because I want to get clarity on this because I don't want to. You, because you're saying they came from the project. So I want to talk about who you, what individual, about that individual. Well, when I'm saying, saying the,
1: that, when I say, when I say so that individual um, you in saying, in they you over the- here, you had to have lived in the projects first before you came and lived over here and so now that um they did away with that program it's just a section 8 based program now it's more like you know um you know people are living over here they don't have really anything no type of goals to push for like how we used we we did before so they're coming from a war zone into quietness
2: so okay, let me hold a that. Hold, hold, hold nicer that.
1: home. Hold that hold that. Hold, that.
0: hold that. hold that. Because what I because 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 and and Crystal kind of talked about that a little bit, and and I don't know whether I'm saying it correctly, but it's a mentality.
2: Exactly. Oh, so, exactly. Wait, so that's so, so. what I was going to say. Okay. So mentally, now we're, we're now mentally when, I say, when living in in DHA properties, such uh places such as McDougal, such as Cornwallis and Oxford Manor, right? So those are obviously. 200 or more um oxford manor has a little less than us we're we're at 200 but technically we have 198 doors at capacity um that can someone can actually live in the other few are for other reasons right McDougal has way more than us and then you have oxford manor that is not far from us so when you have um when you have subsidized housing communities that are at such a large um capacity you have to have and then not only that you're you have people who are living here who are coming from totally different backgrounds and then not only that uh not only um white people or rich people or whatever people study statistics or realize um what people say about certain areas anybody can know what someone has said about certain areas so if you're a guy and you need somewhere to stay and you know that these 200 300 um apartment doors are full of ma- mainly women mainly black women and mainly single mothers mainly um you you become a target you you literally become a target. Um, those areas become a target from family members. Oh, I know, I know, Gigi living over there, and I know her rent ain't nothing but fifty dollars. So maybe we could just go stay with Gigi until we get ourselves together, and then they, you, know, Gigi and Nene and Fifi and all of them come over there. Then 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 Grandma got a house full of people, and then that person bringing over somebody, that person bringing over somebody, that person doing drugs, and now this person feel like. Oh, don't nobody over here care about their life because that's what that's what people say about the projects, but I call it a community to me because it's important to me to call it a community only because when when you when you move somewhere and and um so for an example, when I first moved here, um I didn't start doing community work until the end of the year to until the end of 2020. I had this huge clothing hygiene giveaway they didn't know I lived here before I worked so much. And then I was stuck in a house in a wheelchair, getting home health care. and thank God for my church family, Faith Assembly Christian Center, because they had to come over here around the clock and help me wipe my behind. They had to empty my, my bedside. Come on. I know it's a little TMI, but there's only one bathroom here. The only bathroom was upstairs. Not like Laurel Oaks is what Miss Alicia was saying. Laurel Oaks are like regular apartments. So here mm-hmm. it's like you, you come here and, and, you can fall into into thinking that you're less than. You can fall into thinking that, oh, I'm gonna be like the rest of them. You can fall into thinking, I see this young boy every day, He smile at me every day. He tell me I'm cute every day. And then it's that one day where I lost my job. It's that one day where I got into it. My children got into it with me. It's that one day where something happened and I was in my most vulnerable state. And then you end up with a gang member or you end up with somebody that you think care about you or this particular person who's not a not, you know, you know character might not be a really good person but that's the only person who helping you watch your kids that's the only person who help you with money oh but he beat on you he beat on you and he cheat on you, but he the only reason why you can get to work every day because you don't have no support from your family. He the only reason why you got transportation to work and to where you don't have to figure out how you're going to get your child a daycare, how you're going to get the other kids to school and be on the bus in time to go to work. But he the one with the car that's going to take you where you got to go, but he treats you like crap. But guess what? You still able to take care of your kids. So a lot of people's situations are totally different. And because of years and years and years and years of what the projects is, it's the reason why I feel as though people target us we become a target we literally become a target um you can even you can even check police response times i mean oh they just over there killing each other they just over there shooting each other not saying that the police don't care about us but when the police come and they don't get a response and you don't talk to them you know so even our police response times um dha workers are mainly black they all basically People come in and start working for them and then they fall in line with the other workers, whether they're caseworkers, whether they're leasing managers, whether they're maintenance. They fall in line with everybody else because
1: nobody in the project cares. Nobody now in the project wants to do that play each other. Nobody in the project wants to say that black people uh, that most of DHA are mostly black. The the employees are mostly black and, and that they fall into that. Now, see, this is and what I was fact. saying. And this is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And it is fact. And yeah. it is also facts that is still the project. Yes, it is our community, but it is still the project. Okay. And unfortunately, as, as it is, that is what it is. Okay. You ain't going to change that by just saying, well, this is my community. Yes, it is your community, right. but it is still the projects. Right. And the problem in my mind is, is the community and the problem it, It's your community and it is you your community because a community is where you live. That's right. But it is still the projects. And that's just what it is. It ain't Beverly Hills. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, uh, uh whatever, you know, it ain't, it ain't nothing else but what it is. Right. And the problem is, is that Durham Housing Authority, a lot of, a lot of these people, what, what I've noticed now, see what, what you said about the women and the, and the, and the, uh, abuse that you get, you said all of that, uh, and, and people, I went through that. And I wasn't even in the projects when I was up north. That was me. Mm -hmm. You understand? I got with a drug dealer. I got on drugs. dealing with a drug dealer up north. And I wasn't even in the projects. Right. And I did all of that because I felt like it, it, it has something to do with how you feel about yourself. That's why I said I try to encourage people. So being in a project, it don't mean that. But what I was trying to say is you can take the person out of the projects, but you can't take the projects. That is a, that I was giving you that example to say this, that a lot of these people, when I moved down here, example, when I moved down here, I was grown, okay? I was uh, 35 years old, 36 years old when I moved down here, back down here in the projects. I was used up north to paying rent, paying lights, paying heat, paying cable, paying phone. When I came here and I saw that apartment that they put me in, of course she, she showed me a different apartment job. It was much better than the one she showed me before. But um, uh, <laughs> when I saw that apartment, I was like, wait a minute, they got a washer and dryer hookup? They got an upstairs and downstairs? even though it was small. They got a kitchen, even though the, the stove looked like a little uh, a, a plate type of stove, because it was so right. small. They got a front door, back door. I had my own line in the back that I could hang up my stuff. And I had a, uh, it was a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, one bathroom. Uh, um, but and 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 i felt secure because of the screen doors that was on there and and everything like that and i made sure that my apartment was clean because i don't know why my mama told me this out of the three children she said she had she told me she said Rochelle even though you might live in a project don't mean that you got to be nasty right cuz people always think that people who live in that projects are nasty right. if you don't have curtains uh, iron you some sheets and hang them up, right? So as I get into my apartment and I see all of these kids that are younger than me that don't appreciate, don't know the fact about how to pay pay bills. They, they bill is the, the, the biggest bill and granted, if you don't have the money, that could be a lot of money, $50 if that's the case, you know what I'm saying? So if you don't have money, then, you know, uh, that could be a lot of money, but they don't know the, they don't have the sense of paying for lights every month, paying for heat every month, because we are getting it central heating and central air, where you got people who live in houses don't even have central heating and central air. Right. And I'm looking at these people and and some of them were feeling, now, understand you. Remember, I was up north with a man Uh, I got with who was doing crack cocaine and I started doing crack cocaine and came down here because I was like, I got to get away from this man because I know that if I get around my mama, I won't be acting like this. I didn't have to go out on the street and sell myself or nothing like that. I go steal, you know. But it was just the fact of me being on that drug with him. And I'm looking at these people, and when I say these people, I'm talking about the residents that were there before me. Okay. Oh, I'm looking at these people, and I'm like, these are babies. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have they don't they don't have to have no. In my mind, in my mind. This is a stepping stone. Rochelle ain't going to be here forever. Rochelle is not going to grow generations of generations in the project. Understand, it is only there to help you to get on your feet. That's what it should be designed for. That is what it's designed for. But people get used to swimming a little bit. And now I get tired and I want to put my feet down because I'm tired of swimming. I get out there in the workforce and I start working and then they start going up on my rent. I want to pay all that rent. So I'm going to start working. So I don't have to pay all that rent. And now I'm going to do stuff under the table. You see what I'm saying? So I'm surrounded by this environment of people. And I'm thinking to myself, and even with the, the 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 problems that I had, I'm still trying to encourage my people. This is not it. this is not it. I've been out there in the world. It's more to it than you know getting uh having lights on that you ain't got to pay for having having heat on that you ain't got to pay for you can leave all the lights on and I ain't paying for it so heck why not leave all the lights on you know what I'm saying right. Right. you know right. you don't have that sense of let's get up let's save our stuff let's get together and 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 get a job try to and, and save and get out there are certain situations and unfortunately they hit us all It hit me where I wasn't Where, Yeah, I was like, this is only a stepping stone. I'm only going to use this for a little while. Unfortunately, here I am today, still with Durham Housing Authority. Uh However, in my mind, because I was in the next building down away from the street, I'm now closer to the street. My next move is out. So that's in my mind. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Over here, they made us start paying our rent, uh, uh, start paying our lights and our heat. Okay, everybody is complaining. But in my mind, I'm saying they're preparing me to start paying my own in my own home. You understand what I'm saying? I take care of my front yard, my backyard, because I got to do that in my own home. That's the mentality I'm talking about when I say you can take the projects out of the people. You can take people out of the projects, but not the projects out of the people. Because you can transfer those same people, those same individuals that don't have that sense of go get it. Let's get up out of here. They just want to sit around. I'm not talking about all. Right, right. But you have the majority of those who want to sit around and not do anything because it is too hard. Because you have you have everything coming against you when you're trying to stand on your feet. Right. And but the only way you're gonna stand is to stand. Right. You gonna have to get up. You're gonna have to suck it up, like my sister tell me all the time. Suck <laughs> it up.
0: And you know what? Yeah. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I mean, I, I really appreciate. I guess I, I just want to make sure folks understand. You guys are, are speaking your truth, and you're speaking from a perspective that you can speak from that because you—that's your community. I mean, you—you you can say that. You know, you—you because you, yeah. you, somebody's probably gonna hear this and go, "No, they didn't just say that," but well, they can say that because it's your community. Yeah, and, and so, but also, what we hope to do on on with this with this platform is try to encourage people who are in those in that project mentality yeah which, those community as to find it, it it ain't gonna be easy it's it, not it, it's not gonna be easy and we got to figure out how you know and what i'm hoping is that you guys can bring it to the table because because chris i really when you said that thing about i had to write it down that you the eviction thing on the piece of paper it's called it, it, see i mean the thing is why is that even there that 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 works against you why Why would that be exactly. part of would, would be part of that you know so how how do we talk about stuff like that to go okay community for those of you are interested we need to push against this this uh and change this as collectively you know for those who are like you said because it ain't everybody that's just not you know they sitting there but those folks that crystal that you and 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 rochelle are working with and you know those folks who want. one so you know y'all like uh can we change that because i wasn't evicted and it's hindering me moving forward you know what so so how do you bring so i'm hoping your voice will get people going, oh you know what that happened to me so maybe we need to change that because mm-hmm. i mean that because that's simple You you weren't evicted. I mean, that that's a that's a that's a cut and paste
2: to to pay you you over three thousand dollars back. And and then to basically be labeled. um, Yeah, I could have been moved.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So so, those are the things that that you guys bring to the table. Your passion, obviously, because Rochelle, we know she all passionate and everything.
1: Oh, girl, you know I get bugged sometimes. I know, <laughs> I know, I
0: know. The
2: crystals. I, I, you know, I don't been, mean been... any harm. Oh, by it. No, you know, I'm
1: just passionate about it. You know, yeah. I don't be loud and wrong sometimes. No. and I know how to apologize. But when I am passionate about something, I, I am passionate about it. I want to no. see everyone in. Like I told the people at the um the the, the uh the board. Uh, I wanted. I told them they was like, "Well, what can we do to help y'all?" I said, "You need to be there and hear us." Yeah, yeah. you know. I said, "When you go home, I said, you know, you should have a better uh, uh, turnout rate of a reward than what you what you what you have." You know, mm-hmm. um, you we should you should have more homeowners. Yeah. You know, graduating out of yeah. the uh, housing authority, you know, yeah. you should have, you know, I told her, I said, when you go home, you know, you turn your key into the door and you're in your own home, you know, you step on your land. I said, but when I go home, I got to be concerned about, you know, if, if my, if I'm talking too close to my neighbor and, you know, if, you know, all these little silly things yeah. that, that um require us to be neighbors in our community, you know.
0: So, yeah. so but, but
1: um, you know, I, I want I want all of us to be able to be homeowners,
0: yeah, because think,
1: we're already taking care of their home, yeah. So, and
0: Crystal, I want—is there anything because we need to kind of wrap this up? And I and, and anything you want to add before I start closing this out?
2: Oh, uh nothing really. I just, it's a mindset for me. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I believe that, um, if I take certain things out of my language, then if I take it out of my mind, it won't be a part of my language. So it's just certain words I don't use. So it's no offense to nobody. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I love Miss Alicia Passion. Um, I just don't use that word because that's not what my community is to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the mindset that I chose to have. And then like, also, um, I feel like changing the language because Melvin Green, he's the director of resident services. And we had a brief conversation about this like two weeks ago, just changing the wording for things, even changing the wording for the resident council meeting. Um, our, our, Our communities have trust issues and you don't have to live here to have taken on some things in life. Because again, a lot of things that I took on in Florida, I was not in subsidized housing to take those things on. Um, but what my point was trying to get across is, is that neighborhoods like Cornwallis and McDougal and DHA properties, they, they're, they're targeted. Unfortunately, um, I live here. So I see it very often. I am very involved in my community. I have conversations with a lot of them on the regular. Um, So I hear how things go down. I hear how things happen. And I love my relationship with my community. Everybody is not going to like you. Everybody is not going to agree with you. But I just know that in my heart, I'm doing the right thing. So I totally, totally love this. And I want to thank you and appreciate you and hope that this can go on and that we can have conversations about other um, topics. And I'm just excited to see where this goes.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that. I am too. I am too. I, I'm yeah, this this has been extremely passionate and because you said a couple of things that I already got. I know we've talked about well, the possibly topic we're going to have next time is kind of talk about law enforcement, simply because that's that's the work that I do. But I mean, just simply, I think, especially Crystal, you you said uh, uh, obviously the, the folk thing, but uh, just the, I'm trying to figure it's just the mentality. How, I get what I heard. Well, how does a mentality of, cause you were saying we're targeted, you know, I've never really heard that, you know, what, so I kind of, right. want, you know, I kind of want us to kind of dig into that. And I hear that, right. Predominantly women and men come in and, you know, and then, like you said, I got a bad day, blah, 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 blah. And then here we go. Right. So taking that comment, how do we, how can you you know, y'all talk about this in helping start planning seasons because it's hard. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but like you guys are all, it's going to be rough, boo. It's going to be rough. So I, I know, I, I know you're feeling it right now because he got a car, but he's abusing you, you know? So what, what are those kind of conversations that you guys could be able to, to, to words of wisdom to help folks understand? Yeah, I get what you, all that, that you said about that, when you were talking about we're targeted and everything, what are some of the things that you can say to that person who may be listening? You know
2: resources, um, especially the, the,
0: the, families. That's what yeah, I want us to try to yeah, try yeah. to do with it with, with with this podcast. That's what mm-hmm. I want. Resources.
2: Yeah,
0: and yeah, yeah, but, but and yeah, that's another show. But yeah, but think about that. Those things you put in the room. That's what I want to do. So so, you know, Miss, I talk a lot, Rochelle. So, uh, <laughs> so, what? Anything? Any words of wisdom that you want to leave us with? And then we're gonna get um, that, get that. Crystal, say something wisdom. too
1: like crystal said um i do respect her i respect you also bj and again like she said i do thank you for this opportunity um so that we can voice um our opinions yeah we don't always have to uh, agree we can kindly mm-hmm. agree to disagree yes um you know we are from different eras yeah.
2: so yeah.
1: um you know uh, i understand what you what she means when she says that she wants to change um the um the 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 language yeah. of of what's being uh said about uh her community i understand that yeah. and i don't take that from her yeah. um, but like i said again we're from different eras yeah. and it's not to say that i can't change Either oh. um, I just see things differently. Yeah. Right yeah and that's you know, what we, yeah that's uh, what we talked about living a little longer just living <laughs> a little longer you know yeah, yeah. uh you know not so much is that i know it all but just being on the earth a little longer than she has yeah. you know she can teach me some things i can yeah. teach her vice versa yeah. so we can all do that Yeah, um yeah. but i i expect yeah. great things out of this um well thank you out of this podcast i expect great things and um and more information and to uh spread more information to help uplift us, yes. um, to help educate us, yes. to help uh build our mindsets yes. to where uh you know we can instead of saying we can't, we can't, because it is hard to stand when yes. you first start standing. Yes. But once you start standing, you start walking. Then yep. you start
0: walking, you start running. Yep. All of that. All you of know, that. So, so thank you. To, cool. to, yeah, thank you for to both of y'all for doing this. I'm 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 like thank you for wanting to do this and, and giving this a shot and we'll we'll definitely see where this takes us. Uh this will be mm-hmm you uh, inaugural one if we decide to call it you know speaking our truth we'll stick with that we may end up changing the name but but right now i think you i think tonight if nothing else speaking your truth probably should be the title of this podcast <laughs> y'all did just oh, that
2: uh,
0: <laughs> uh, y'all did not hold back and that's why i wanted that why i'm just grateful you guys said yes so thank you very much and to my listeners out there uh please spread the word about this because this is talking to individuals who are, who are living uh, and have those in those spaces that some of us just see or ride by, you know, we don't know what's going on in those communities and how we can and maybe help and help help with that. And that's what we're hopefully going to going to be bringing to the table too to help with the resources, identify what sometimes the problems are with the lack of resources and those types of things. So I'm kind of I'm 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 looking forward to see where this thing goes. So, Crystal and uh, Rochelle, thank you very much. And as always, to my listeners, yes. stay well. Stay safe. Peace.